Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Tech Stuff, a production from iHeartRadio. Hey there, and welcome to Tech Stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Strickland. I'm an executive producer with iHeartRadio. And how the tech are you? It's time for the tech news for Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. And just as a reminder, I will actually be on vacation next week. We will have some reruns playing next week. So we will have episodes up. uh, And if you haven't been listening for more than a couple of years, uh, it'll be new to you. And I'll be recording new intros and stuff for those episodes. Uh, But yes, I'll be back in early October, just taking a week off to celebrate my anniversary. But let's get to the tech news. That's more than enough about me. Earlier this week, I talked about how hackers infiltrated Uber's corporate systems and accessed an unknown amount of data though they did post a message to the company's Slack channel. And I also mentioned that another company, Rockstar Games, had also been hit by a hacker, uh, reportedly the same one, at least according to the claims of the hacker themselves. Uh, Well, one thing I did not mention is that that hacker, who used the handle Teapot Uber Hacker over on GTA forums, uploaded more than 90 videos showing gameplay footage of a developer build of the next Grand Theft Auto game, a.k.a. GTA 6. The 
previous installment of the game, GTA V, came out nearly 10 years ago, back in 2013, and fans have been eager to get a new entry in the series for years. Rockstar and 2K Games were clearly not ready to show off anything about the game yet. They had not made any details public. But there had been lots of rumors circulating for a while that the next entry would see a return to Vice City, that's the GTA stand-in for Miami, Florida, and that uh, at least one main character would be a woman, which is kind of a departure for the series as of late. Most of the protagonists, in fact, really all the protagonists in the recent games have been male. The downloaded footage confirmed those rumors. Uh, it also shows that you'll actually be playing as two different characters throughout the story in a kind of a Bonnie and Clyde style criminal relationship. It also was very much a developer build right? Not anything close to a final product. Uh, it included videos that had stuff like debugging data on screen during gameplay. And you think that those would be enough indicators for people to chill the heck out before they pass judgment on this. But no, um, there were lots of reactions that mentioned things like the graphics quality, which y'all, that's just silly. This game is nowhere close to being finished. So Judging it on things like that is absolutely ridiculous. Reportedly, one reason the game has taken sort of the scenic route, as far as development is concerned, is that Rockstar and 2K are trying to avoid the issue of crunch. That's where game developer companies pressure employees to work grueling hours, often with no days off, in an effort to get a title finished and out the door. Personally, I think it's okay to wait a little longer for a game, if it means developers have a chance to unwind in their off time and see their families and, you know, do something other than debug code for 16 hours straight every day. Anyway, when the companies began issuing DMCA takedowns on posted videos of this leaked footage, it became clear that the videos must be legit. Because if you are going to issue a DMCA takedown, then presumably you have ownership of the material in question. You can't do a DMCA takedown of something you don't own, or at least it'll get overturned, at least in theory, because you don't have the right to actually take down anything if you don't own it. So if the videos were fake, then the companies wouldn't have had the authority to order them taken down. So in other words, by taking measures against the spread of the videos, Rockstar and 2K effectively confirmed that the leaked material was legitimate. Uh, Rockstar had also already confirmed that it had been hit by a data breach, likely caused by social engineering. That, of course, is when someone convinces a person to hand over uh, access credentials to a system. Sometimes they trick them. Sometimes it's a person on the inside who gets bribed to do it. But yeah, social engineering is a very popular way to get access to otherwise secure systems. It's very rare that you see hackers doing the Hollywood thing of trying to crack a password because it's much easier to just convince somebody who already has access to hand it over. Anyway, Rockstar is currently working with the FBI to investigate this hack. Uber is also doing that, working with the FBI and the Department of Justice. So there are strong powers bearing down on the uh, the hacker. Um, so I don't know if the hacker's at all concerned about that. 
But yeah, the, the investigations have begun. A whistleblower has come forward saying that multiple U.S. military agencies have spent millions of dollars on a data mining tool from Team Simru. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. It's C-Y-M-R-U. And this tool claims to give a, quote, super majority of all activity on the internet, end quote, which means that, at least in theory, if you have access to this tool, you can get a look at like 90% of all the traffic crossing the internet, which is mind-boggling to say the least. I mean, just think about all the different devices connected to and communicating over the internet. Senator Ron Wyden from Oregon, whom you might remember I talked about recently because he's the senator who was criticizing U.S. Customs for coercing people into handing over access to their electronic devices. And then U.S. Customs was downloading that information into a massive database that anyone in the customs agency could potentially access. Anyway, that same senator is now asking some tough questions about the military's use of this tool. And obviously, any tool that allows this level of scrutiny over internet traffic stands as a massive security and privacy threat to hundreds of millions of people. Uh, And depending upon the scope and level of focus that the tool allows, it could be truly terrifying. Now, at worst, this could mean that all these military agencies have access to truly enormous amounts of information on people that could compromise their privacy down the road. So even if you're someone who says, I've done nothing wrong, I'm not worried about it, just imagine that someone who has access to the system also has an ax to grind with you for whatever reason. Maybe it's a neighbor and they didn't like the fact that you didn't mow the lawn last night. You know, something crazy like that. This, these sort of things have happened. We saw it happen with the NSA where people were accessing massive surveillance tools for their own personal use. That does happen. So even if you assume these agencies aren't doing anything malicious, which is a dangerous assumption to make in the first place, there's still massive, massive problems with this kind of surveillance. And that's Wyden's point. But even at the very least, let's let's say that everyone's being very careful and responsible with all this. What it suggests is that the military has been looking for loopholes to get around the few protections that the United States grants for privacy. Now, my, my home country is pretty darn awful about protecting citizen privacy. According to Wyden, the whistleblower claimed that people within these agencies had shared their concerns about the use of these tools, and they had filed c- complaints and concerns all up and down the chain of command But ultimately, nothing changed. And so the whistleblower came forward out of concern that the military and the Department of Defense could be violating constitutional rights by sidestepping judiciary oversight. It seems as though the military and other agencies like law enforcement organizations are getting around barriers in a pretty sus way. So the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution in the United States gives citizens protection against unreasonable search and seizure. See also the story we did on U.S. Customs on Tuesday. And usually, you can't just go and demand a company like an internet service provider to hand over information about someone unless you have an order that's been issued by a court system. You've gotten a judge to sign off on it. But if these agencies don't demand information, but instead just go out and buy it from data brokers, who will sell information to whomever is buying it, well, then they kind of got around that, didn't they? 
because they didn't demand anything. They just purchased access to this information, which is a big old yuck. Anyway, whether we see the government take action on this and close down these loopholes remains to be seen. So I guess just remember it's not just Santa Claus that's watching you. The Iranian government is cracking down on internet access in the country in the wake of protests that have been prompted by the death of Masa Amini last week. Amini was arrested and charged with wearing unsuitable attire in violation of Iran's modesty rules, and she died in police custody last week. Her family is uh, protesting the reasoning that Iranian authorities have given saying that uh, the authorities are, are lying about Amini's medical condition and that she died as a result of their direct treatment of her. The tragedy appears to have been the tipping point for social unrest in the nation. Now, I want to add, there are a lot of factors that are contributing to social instability in Iran. And the big picture is extremely complex, far more so than we can go into in this podcast. But this incident was sort of a, an inciting incident. The Iranian government has appeared to order a near total blackout of internet communication, with some people reporting that they were only able to send texts on their phone to each other, but otherwise had no real connectivity. Presumably, this is all in an effort to hamper any kind of organizational efforts that would otherwise depend upon the internet. It's the most extreme crackdown on internet communications in Iran since November 2019. That's when Iranian citizens began to protest a whole bunch of different issues, including government corruption, increased fuel prices, and the Iranian government in general. We have more news to cover, but first, let's take a quick break. Running a business is no cakewalk. There is a ton to keep track of. Employees to keep happy, spending to control, travel to plan, and on top of it all, nobody knows exactly what the future holds. Your finance team always has to be ready to change. But with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices. And that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is, experience. And you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We're back. Over in Russia, a leader of the Russian foreign ministry named Konstantin Vorontsov, uh, or Vorontsov, I should say, Sorry for my pronunciation. He said that if countries continue to support Ukraine, that Russia might retaliate against, quote-unquote, quasi-civilian infrastructure. Now, the general interpretation of this statement is that Russian leaders are threatening to shoot down Starlink satellites that are in orbit above Ukraine. So, earlier this year, the digital minister for Ukraine tweeted at Elon Musk, essentially asking for Starlink equipment to be sent to the country. A joint project between the United States Agency for International Development and SpaceX would send thousands of Starlink satellite dishes to Eastern Europe, and a small constellation of Starlink satellites moved into position above Ukraine. Uh, it's not entirely clear how much of that is funded by SpaceX and private funds and how much of that came from the U.S. agency, uh, largely because the U.S. agency scrubbed a lot of that information off of its sites uh, in the wake of this developing. Maybe it was a, a way to try and distance the United States' support of Ukraine in a delicate situation. But it, this became a critical part of Ukraine's strategy for fighting Russia, uh, using the communications in order to maintain a chain of command, as well as to do things like guide drones to attack Russian positions. Now, fast forward about nine months, and Russia's campaign in Ukraine is not going to the country's favor. Russia's favor, I should say. Vladimir Putin uh, faces increasing resistance in Russia as he 
instituted partial military mobilization. Now, if you're like me, you might want to know what those words actually mean. Because if I read partial military mobilization, it just sounds like you're moving military units, but not all of them, just part of them. Now, in this case, what that phrase actually means is that Russia is calling up specific groups of people to serve in the armed forces. So it's not that dissimilar to the draft here in the United States or, you know, or the concept of conscription in general. It just has a different phrasing. I don't know why we use that. I find it confusing. I think it just works better if we say conscription, but maybe, maybe I'm just a stickler for that kind of thing. Anyway, as the situation gets more complicated for Putin, the leader has begun making threats against any country that might support Ukraine and now has seemed to extend that to not just countries, but companies and their equipment. Russia does have the capability to shoot down satellites in orbit. In fact, the country demonstrated that last year when it destroyed an old communication satellite in a test of the system in a move that drew sharp criticism from the scientific community because it could have potentially threatened astronauts aboard the International Space Station by creating lots of space junk, traveling at tens of thousands of miles per hour, and even a small piece could spell chaos for other spacecraft. If Russia did make such a move, it would no doubt escalate tensions dramatically in the region. Okay, time to talk about Meta and some recent issues that the company faces. In Texas, a jury found Meta guilty of having infringed upon patents belonging to an app company called Voxer. Tom Cadis founded Voxer back in 2006 in an effort to create better walkie-talkie style technology, and he launched an app in 2011. Apparently Meta, which back then was just plain old Facebook, was interested in either acquiring or partnering with Voxer, but for one reason or another, that project never solidified. But Voxer's lawyers say that Meta later incorporated technology that came from Voxer into Facebook features without compensating the company, and that prompted the court case. And that this court case was actually filed two years ago because, like I said earlier this week, justice in the U.S. sure does move swiftly. Meta lawyers argued that the company did not infringe upon the patents, but a jury found otherwise. And the jury also decided that Meta now owes Voxer $174.5 million. Meta lawyers say they plan to appeal the decision, so this ain't over yet. Meanwhile, there's a class action lawsuit that might be taking shape against Meta. Uh, according to the site Mac Rumors, it is a proposed class action lawsuit at the moment. So what is the issue? Well, the lawsuit claims that Meta used some workarounds to sidestep Apple's app tracking transparency policy, aka ATT, but not AT&T, just ATT. Now, this is the policy that lets iOS users opt out of app tracking which Meta had been relying upon to fuel its advertising business. That data is incredibly valuable to Meta and to Meta's advertising clients, so getting cut off from that was a huge blow. The lawsuit claims that Meta has built-in browsers in its apps, like Facebook and Instagram, that do all the data gathering that ATT is supposed to prevent should users opt out of it, and that users are not made aware of this. They, it happens without their consent. There are allegations that Meta can even monitor text inputs like payment information, which obviously presents security and privacy concerns. 
Good news for Instagram users out there. The company is reportedly working on a filter that will automatically detect when someone sends you a nude photo. That's actually a huge problem on the platform. There are some folks who get unsolicited nudes frequently. I imagine female presenting influencers get it an awful lot. The tool will detect images containing nudity and will cover those images. And it gives the recipient the option to either just ignore the message so they don't ever have to look at it, or if they give in to curiosity, they can actually choose to view it, but it becomes an active choice. It's not something that just happens automatically. So for folks who are flooded with this kind of material, I imagine that would be a huge relief. It might even mean they might check their messages more frequently because they wouldn't have a fear of being confronted by the nude form of total strangers. And this is also important to note, this tool is supposed to do all of this automatically. No one at Instagram will be able to look at or have access to the images. Uh, I imagine the AI that has been trained to recognize nudity has a real tough time with all the other image recognition AIs when they get together for their virtual softball league. TikTok will soon require all accounts connected to U.S. politicians, political parties, and government agencies to go through a verification process. In addition, the platform is banning all videos aimed at campaign fundraising. This is a bit of a pushback against the valid criticisms that TikTok has long allowed misinformation, including political misinformation, to proliferate on the platform. Once TikTok has verified a politically connected account, that account will not be able to access advertising and gifting features, and any videos that mention fundraising or that actively solicit donations will be banned. Finally, over on Twitch, you got a lot of Twitch streamers who are threatening to strike against the platform, possibly around Christmas week, because of the platform's stance on gambling. That is, there is none. Twitch has said that they are evaluating their policies. They'll come out with something more coherent in the future. But we have already heard that things like sports betting will not be included in that policy. So that's pretty much guaranteed to tick off everybody. The people who are anti-gambling are going to be upset because there are going to be some forms of gambling that will be allowed. The people who are pro-gambling are going to be upset because it'll feel like certain sectors of the gambling community are being singled out and others are given a free pass. So good job, Twitch. No one's happy. All right, that's it for this episode. If you would like to reach out to me, remember I'll be out for a whole week. So good luck. And I'll talk to you again really soon. Tech Stuff is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.